What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. If tomorrow all the things were gone. See, I, I first of all, I hate that song. I don't even know what song that is, but I think you might have murdered it. I did. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I worked for all of my life, and I had to start again with just my children and my wife. You still don't know the song? No. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Oh God! Because the flag still Stop. stands for Stop. I'm freedom. Gonna, I'm cutting you off, and they can't take that away. I'm I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you off because we're not doing Lee Greenwood on this fucking podcast. Is it true that the judge had Lee Greenwood on his fucking? Yes, ringer? I Are you saw that me? fucking. I heard That's the why audio. I, brought this I saw, up. saw the video, and I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, so I brought this. I brought up what we've talked about, which is kind of a controversial subject. In front of some people in mixed company about how it doesn't make any sense to say that you're proud to be an American. Oh, yeah. I can't stand that. Pride I'm glad that, I'm here. I'm so goddamn grateful. I'm thankful. Grateful. I feel That's I feel good. blessed. I know I'm part of the Lucky Sperm Club, as you've said before, mm-hmm. that I was born here, that I live here, that I've grown up here. But pride is something that you have in something that you worked for. Right. That you achieved. But you, you know, didn't I, achieve anything. Your parents achieved a lot of orgasm, people, or at least your dad did. A lot of these people would think that God made sure they were born here so they could be in America. I'm telling that's, you right now, Joe. Yeah, but that's they still didn't do any work for it. Correct. Which is, this is a, something that I grew up hearing, proud to be American, proud to be American, especially with the f- goddamn right. Lee Greenwood. But then, you know, five years ago, six years ago, you told me that, like you said, I don't understand why people are say that they're proud to be an American because... Pride is something you have and something you've accomplished. It's like the the, the to me like that's a, what it is. It's like a, kind of a dictionary definition of pride. Okay, which is why like the gays. That's why they, that's why that's why they 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 have pride because you used to just be able to go ahead and like in the UK they could just chemically castrate them or throw them in prison until like the mid seventies. Right here in the states, but it's not those they're doing and, that they, there that they're gay. But they though. fought. They fought for rights. They fought. I see, I see and, and they fought, and people died, and so on and so forth. Okay, well, maybe someone would say that about their like country. That. They 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 were in the army and they fought for the country. So and, at, I'm, and now the, I'm proud to be an American. Fuck yeah! And those people absolutely should have pride in whatever they did and what you know whatnot. But just to just to be born in middle America and not really go any through any like. You didn't you didn't struggle much to be an American. You were just kind of born here. If you were born here, mm-hmm. you know, you may have struggle in life. You struggle in this and struggle in that. Absolutely, we've all and, had those and kinds the part of struggles. That people forget is the uh, is the uh, what does it say the um, to form a more perfect union, right? Realizing that it's going to be a fucked up uh, assembly it, job. Some some assembly constantly required. Constantly required. Yeah, constant <laughs> so, maintenance. Yeah, yeah. It's like an old shitty Ferrari. <laughs> or a Mercedes that just always, it's like, you don't want to buy a Mercedes if you don't live in a big city that you have a fucking a dealership, dealership you can go in, to. In, a or, lot of, in a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Or a lot of skill and all the tools. <laughs> That's so just you, the way it goes. You, the, yeah, the, oh, God. But the, also, like, the that fucking Lee Greenwood song. People hate me. I brought this up before, Ugh. and I get it. I know where we live. And, you know, I would, I would just, a, people would be pissed off. People would think I'm an ultra-liberal or something. I'm, I'm just not. 
I'm no, just not. And, and but you, if I had a big American flag, which I will have up here when all my flags get up here, that's one of the many flags. Um, people go, "Why? Well, you know, we, I don't understand. You know, why? I think you may have not voted for Trump, and why do you have an American flag up? Huh? Really? Really? Yeah. That like. What I love though is when I say inflammatory things or or just it's not even something inflammatory and because I'm typically not trying to be inflammatory but I say shit that gets people thinking because I like to be told things that make me think mm-hmm. because that means I'm 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 creating another wrinkle in my brain yes it's and, like if someone says something that 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 then wakens you up and so it's either like okay I here's my in my head I'm sure it's similar to you it's like I got to figure out a way that this is still okay and correct with me and in my mind and justify it or I got to rethink my Yeah, we got to uh, rethink that concept or yeah. throw out those old concepts. Absolutely. That the beginner's brain or beginner's yeah. mind. So, yeah, there's been like I had one guy I can't it was so perfect the way he was doing it. Uh what he is he questioned he goes so, uh, you know, so you got a problem with people that are proud to be Americans? I'm like, "No, I just don't understand it. I never set out a problem." I just don't understand it because pride is something that you have and something you accomplish. You didn't accomplish anything. You're just born here. Mm-hmm. So what are you proud of? Your house, <clears throat> right? That's kind of weird. You're, too. Like you're you're pr- proud of who you voted for. Like what are you proud of? Right. Um. So well, anyway, pride, any, so, actually, pride is he, one of those words, though, right? It's one of the seven deadly sins. So it, it's like, it, it also you kind really of start analyzing. Well, it. I mean, yeah, if you're Catholic, well, that was invented. That's not even uh, in the Bible. I understand. Okay. But well, it's like, but that's the evangelical answer to that. I was like, no, that's a Catholic thing. Okay. I no seriously, like that's yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, this guy. Uh, this is probably a year, maybe a little less than a year ago. Uh, commented to me, "Well, you had a problem with it?" No, I'm like, I don't have a problem. I just don't understand it. And he goes, "Well, I question. I I'm question your patriotism, son." And I was like, first off, don't call me son. I'm a grown ass man who pays taxes this and raised a child." Where was this? Blackbridge. Okay. And I'm like, first off, don't call me son. I'm an adult. I'm 40 years old. I raised a child. Mm-hmm. I pay taxes. Don't call me son. Second off, don't ever question my patriotism because you're the one wearing uh, an American flag shirt. Mm-hmm. Not a shirt with an American flag on it. A shirt made out of a flag is exactly what that is. That's against the flag code, and I have a fucking problem with that because that is the same violation as letting the flag touch the ground. And I thought that guy was going to come unfucking raveled. And I'm like, don't question my patriotism. I was raised by veterans, and I was raised in the Boy Scouts. I've right. retired hundreds of flags. So the the topic, the topic came from this song, though. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, somebody uh, said something about. Oh, they were uh, proud to be, uh, well, there was it was uh, somebody flying a giant. This is the best part. Said it was a it was a it was a flag off the back of a pickup truck that said proud to be an American and the other flag was a Confederate flag. <laughs> and I saw that and I just pointed it and fucking busted up laughing. And look at that guy. He's super proud to be an American, but he's wearing the flag. He's, he's driving along with a flag of sedition. Like, I don't understand so that. Many people say that that's, that's part of the, our American history, though. That's it is part a, of America, it, the Confederate it, flag. It, it is part okay, of... Okay, I is, get what you're saying. It absolutely is part of our history. But... 100%. Yeah, that I'm not denying that the Civil War happened. You can't deny that it happened, right? But that guy driving that truck is confused. It's uh, the bottom line is that it's like there's some weird dissonance going on there. So I just kind of pointed and laughed at that. Like, so that what's that guy proud of? Like, 
is he proud to be an American or is he is he is he proud to support seceding from the union that you're I don't understand that right and that's where the conversation so happened I, and then that guy kind of came at me real nasty and I'm like I'm I don't give a shit if you're 70 like just be, if you're double my age and you talk shit to me I'm definitely gonna come right back at you because and that's my answer to any of those old farts are like well you need to respect your elders nope really don't Respect is earned. Yeah, they they just, don't they don't get a free pass to say whatever the fuck they want. Which is, but a lot of them think that they do that right. they do deserve a free pass. Now I'm not going to say that I'm not going to be that old fart at some point. Right. You never know what could happen. But my grandfather, born in 1927, served his country for eight years. World War II, the whole bit. Mm-hmm. He told me, respect is not earned by being on this planet longer than somebody else. Respect is respect is earned by actions and morals. It's the same thing of and being proud of something and not being born or being born there. Or yeah, you're, yeah. Like I mean, it's a similar notion. Yeah, you, you have to do things. To yeah, be yeah. Proud. I mean, or deep deep topics here, folks. Like, and I know this is uh, some people. It gets people riled up, but I, I want you to get riled up. I want you to think about it because I got riled up when Paul questioned that is proud of this and like, why are they proud? That doesn't make any sense. And it blew my fucking mind. I love it when people make me think, rethink something, a concept I thought was a certain way for a long time. I remember I used to watch that. Uh, we used to watch fireworks in the Atlanta, Georgia, and you know whatever. What year did that song come out? That Lee Greenwood about nineteen ninety or so, eighty nine or ninety, because Some, it was it was dur- it was during the the first Gulf War. Okay, so I remember um, going to many Fourth of July events or where they had, and they, that song would always come up, and people would sing it. And I thought this song really is terrible. It's it, you know there was a push for that to become the new national anthem. Do you not? Like, do you remember that? N- no, I'm just trying to no. suppress it. It's like, you know, this is where at least I know I'm free. And I'm thinking free, and then then that kind of reminds me of the modern thing with uh, whatever that show is on Netflix. It would, freedom, hell, Germany has freedom. This had they have freedom. They have freedom. Yeah, they so have freedom. something we said something. Two hundred and six uh, sovereign nations on in the on the planet. One hundred and ninety-five of them have freedom. Right. So he goes. Well, I don't. When you're talking about freedom. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, lady. Yosemite. I love that. <laughs> I, he said Yosemite, and I fucking lost it. <laughs> that's the that's the funny thing about. Yes, the oh wow. God bless the USA is technically the title of it of that song. It was actually originally released in 1984, but it became really popular in 1991, and then again after September 11th. Remember that? God, can like. The United States has produced some of the best goddamn music on the planet in the in our existence, for real. Right. Even going back to like mid eighteen hundreds. How about like Aaron Copeland, "Fanfare for the Common Man"? I love that. Which is one of the greatest, Tunes. greatest things. Yeah, it's a it's a toe tapper. <laughs> Let me tell you. I love that song. I love that piece. What you want to call it? Or like a labor anthem from like the nineteen twenties, you know, uh, which side are you on? Like that, like that. Which <laughs> yeah. you know, the Dropkick Murphys read like redid that as kind of a uh, an Irish, uh, a, a more like a traditional Irish song. Mm-hmm. And the AFL CIO had the Dropkick Murphys come and play their like yearly oh, banquet or some shit like that, and they were like, "Uh, this is a huge dream of ours." Uh, they they it was like not even close to the biggest crowd that those guys have played for, but they were so nervous. Mm-hmm. Because they felt so out of place, but like those guys all grew up in Boston, sons. Sure, they're all sons of union workers, like that. They and that's a you know pro union song. Anyway, yeah, there's so much better music that's coming out of the United States. 
than that fucking song. Proud to be American, or at least I know I'm free. You know, won't forget the man who died. You gave that right to me. Okay, I get that. What's part that too. second line? Yeah, that second. Okay, this, and that yeah. part's okay too. But God, but if you really want to, oh my, see, if you want to talk about things like that, though, it's like. People we get, got to got to speak softly and carry a big stick. You got to be careful where we send our fucking boys and women off to. Yeah, boys yeah. and girls, whatever, to do these things, and you really should be questioning what's really behind it, and that's a fucking problem. Yeah, sometimes, you know, no one should lose their limbs and life over, and just to not be taken care of later on, and then just wave the American flag no matter what the fuck we do, and go, "This is awesome. We're America, and you're not, and we're gonna fucking drop some bombs, and you can't." Yeah. Okay. I saw a really neat, um, uh, like, political cartoon mm-hmm. probably a week ago, maybe last weekend, um, that was uh, one panel that was just, like, a bunch of people uh, waving. They were waving flags and, like, flipping burgers at, like, a cookout, and it's, like, it says, you know, support the troops, and it was for Veterans Day, right? Mm-hmm. Support the troops, and then the next panel was a homeless veteran sitting on the side of the, uh, you know, on the on the sidewalk, yeah. with a cup out in front and says "support the troops" and there's no money in the cup. Like, mm. yeah, right, yeah, just all now, feel good stuff. It's we, yeah, it's all the feel, yeah. but but it's it's it, when it comes down to the the nitty gritty, like the VA fucking sucks and it doesn't take care of people. And I I I don't know this from my own personal experience because I didn't serve. Right. But my stepdad told me something when I was about 15 that blew my mind. And I was like, uh, how come you keep going to the regular hospital when you can just go to the VA for free? Because he was a Navy vet. And he goes, because I don't want to become some sort of experiment. Hmm. So I told our friend, our mutual friend, Sean Hicks, that, and Sean, who served 12 years in the Marine Corps. And he's like, that's pretty much fucking spot on, especially yeah. in the 90s. So if we're going to spend all this money, all this treasure, if you will, and people with these young kids that are young enough to go out and, and, and think they're doing something noble, maybe... Or because they kind of have to, or they know that it's a job, and they know they're yeah. going. To, they know what they're they're signing up for and yeah. whatnot, which is like you're kind of you're literally signing your own ass away, like, yeah. and that's probably the highest sacrifice I think anybody can do, really. And if we're going to do this, we need to support what happens afterwards. And I, yeah, know, I say we need to. I personally have not given any money to a known organization that's not true i give a small amount to but but nothing substantial shall we say but i'm very glad that our community bought you know i don't know where all that money came from though right we got those homes built up on uh Walpi mountain oh Road, yeah the, little, the, 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 the the veterans like what is it it's a um like multi-family homes like yeah, apartments they're basically. nice they are really nice yeah, yeah i actually hadn't seen them because i'm not normally on that side of town i hadn't seen them until very recently i've been driving in that direction uh, fairly often, the and fossils like, live up that way. Yeah, so you can just glance over and go look yeah. at that. It's like, really, it's really nice, and I'm glad to see that that's happening. So, and I should know where that money came from. I don't know if it's ultimately tax dollars or some of the group that donate money if, to make that. Happen. I don't know what it was. If it's a nonprofit that had to raise money for that, fucking shame, shame on the federal government. Right, fucking shame. Again, if you're going to send people off to go do this stuff, you better you got to take, care, take of care of them when they come back. When they yeah. Come back. Yeah. Period. End of story. Oh, it's oh, it's fucking. It, that's one of those things that enrages me. That's why, like, I like I now that I'm you know more uh, present at Blackbridge and have some a little bit more say in things because I'm around more often. I am really glad that uh, like I reached out to the Veterans uh, Sports Alliance, mm-hmm. the VSA out of Vegas, to to do another cornhole tournament to support those guys because oh, I yeah. I love their mission. Right. What they do is the, the whole folks. If you're not familiar with the VSA, it's a Veterans Sports Alliance. Yeah, and they're out of Las Vegas. 
That what? guy won that Cornell tournament too. Yeah, yeah, you have the <laughs> with Terry, right? Didn't you win two? Win two of them? I think so. Yeah, I yeah. thought you got two trophies. Yeah. Uh, now you got like second place in one of them or something. Didn't yeah, you? it wasn't my fault. It's okay. Sorry. It's fine. You don't have to go down that road. I don't want you to like start wringing your hands and get all pissed. Proud to support the veterans. Damn. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. The what the, the veterinarians. Oh, I mean, I cracked that joke on uh, on Saturday morning during the Veterans Day parade. So I'm standing out in front of Blackbridge, getting ready to open, watching the parade, and like I got Jesh and Tasha standing next to me. I'm like, man, for a Veterinarians Day parade, there's a hell of a lot fewer animals than I thought there would be, right. and. I thought like Jesh had to walk inside. He couldn't. He was laughing inappropriately during a parade. But yeah, and, you can't it, really laugh at veterans. You can't do that. No, it's not. But it was during the Harley guys, like when okay. they were riding by. So, so like, too much. it's not like it was like dudes in wheelchairs or the Shriners, which you're mm. supposed to laugh. The Shriners they had little tiny cars. I love right. that shit. Right. Uh, anyway, the veteran hats. Veteran Sports Alliance. What their mission is is to uh, go into the community and get vets uh, off of the couch. Right. Especially the younger guys that they'll go off and uh, they'll go off to war, see some combat, come back, and their adrenaline level, just to be normal, is higher than the normal oh, yeah. human being. So they'll play a lot of video games, violent video games and things like that, and it turns them into recluses, and then they gain weight, and then this, and then, and then they just don't socialize with anybody. And there's some, there's a big problem, too, with a lot of those people that are former military that saw a lot of action that, that come back and don't really... Um, uh, they never really leave debrief war. properly. They didn't debrief. They don't. They don't. Uh, Sean told me the term is leave war. They don't leave yeah. war. And then properly. they become cops and stuff. Yeah, sometimes I'm not that saying, happens. I'm not speaking back about the cop. I'm just saying that's a. Na- I could see that being a natural thing to do. Oh, I can be a cop. I can handle a weapon. Yeah. I, I know what dangerous situations are like. And I and I know the police forces around the country love to get veterans because sure. they already have. They have training. Trigger control and this and training and they're regimented yeah. and they're like, you know what I mean? All that. They're used to long shifts and things like but that. But it's been like this. proven that some of them really shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. like it, we're not the enemy. Yeah. There's some people that are bad dudes, but we're all Americans over here. And right. It can be a problem. It can be a problem. Yeah. So there's that. So the VSA folks, seek them out, support them. That's like, a, that's a, that's a really cool, really neat organization because they have, now they're up to like. The 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 first first person I ever heard like the name that I recognize is a race truck driver named uh, B J Baldwin, who lives in Las Vegas. Okay. B J Baldwin's been driving trophy trucks and race trucks for off road trucks for at least twenty years. Because I remember watching him race in Laughlin. They used to use the, do the Laughlin Desert Challenge. Anyway, he takes people out personally, and they'll put a strap strap some veteran in the you know right seat. And just take him out in the desert on his own dime, and th- that's what the VSA does. It's it puts people with guys like him, dudes that may have like uh, like one of the big ones is a, a, a uh, like Sea-Doo and Wave Runner, Wave Runner rental place on Lake Mead. Mm-hmm. They'll get those guys hooked up, and <clears throat> they'll just go out for eight or ten hours on on like a Friday or Saturday afternoon, and they just go hog wild to get them active, just out and doing something. Right. So I love the I love that mission. So that's. The VSA, uh, when I worked for, you know, um, when I worked for KRMC, we always, they, you could pick like a pre-tax donation mm-hmm. and, and I always, I gave to, for the past four or five years, it's been the VSA. Right. The v, I would give them, it was like, I don't know, it was a percentage I and mean, it was like 1% of my paycheck or something like that, 0.8% or something like that. Mm-hmm. Pre-tax, it's, sure. it's fucking nothing, you know, it's worth yeah. it. 
Yeah, but if everybody did that, it'd be it'd be it'd be great. Yeah, no shit. I, the, if um, I could, if I could, if that's another thing, that's a whole big conversation about taxes. But if I could just write down where I want my amount of like money to go, I have to pay the X amount of percent of your pay to taxes. Mm-hmm. I want it this much to go to schools, this much to go to roads, this much to go to police and fire and so on and so forth. I'd be okay with that. Right. I know that would never work. No, because a lot of people would say, fuck that. I'm doing all this or none of that. Yeah, I want all my money to go to the police. Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah. I would rather have more money in schools. I'm not saying zero money to police, but I would. And we need I feel like if a couple generations down the road, if we spent, say, 50% more money on education, we probably would have a lower crime rate, which has been shown to happen. It's a whole other problem, too. Big problem. Big problems on cartoon casual. But the. um, I was going to say about the. the 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 veterans oh it, yeah so we're now we're not in the middle of a known war right now and people hated the way we pulled out of Afghanistan yeah there were there were problems you know but we're not there right now in the same capacity we probably have some people over there still fucking around over there oh I'm sure we'll you always know, have people around around the world. the world we got people around the world doing shit we, you know we yeah. still have some troops in Vietnam I didn't know that I did not know that until like maybe three days ago right. And I only know this because I believe the guy because he's not the guy's not a bullshitter and he'll talk about kind of what he does for the military because he's a military contractor. Now, he's Mm -hmm. probably 60 something. Mm -hmm. And I looked him up when he told me what he what he does for a living. I'm like, were you a SEAL? And he's like, I was in the Navy. And I'm like, "Okay, that tells me that's yes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, aren't you a little tall to be a SEAL? And he started fucking laughing. He's like. It's a myth, okay? There are seals above above five foot six, <laughs> which I thought was just funny shit. Because I, I just uh, you those guys are never they're never big guys, right? They're fucking not travel size, but they're like that medium lean. They blend. Right, they monster, fucking, they dude, blend yeah. in exactly. But uh, I looked him up. He was definitely definitely seal team. I I saw I found his graduating class. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all the information I can find out. So I believe this guy. So I, I, I have one of my customers I, now who is in the Navy. He's not military. He doesn't look military at all. He's older. Yeah. He's not in good shape. He has a mustache and beard, longer hair. And he says he he works on a submarine for the Navy. Yeah. And the every every once in a while, when the thing surfaces, then he can send me a message, ask how his airplane's doing. I'm going. What do you do for the what's what? Do you, I'm sure he can't tell you. He I'm surprised he, he told he's, you. He's, he's a weird looking. He kind of reminds me of that dude that was in uh, in Independence Day that was below ground. That weird scientist. Oh, you mean Data? <laughs> that's who that. No. That's who played that. Oh, that was Data. Wasn't yeah, that it? was the guy that played Data. That was. Yes. Uh, I can't think of that guy's name. Yeah, but uh, when he had long gray hair. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, yeah. That he might yeah, remind yeah. me of that guy. He's 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 on the he's, submarine. He's, I'm he's going fucking wacky. A little bit. He kind of sounds like. Uh, Oh God! And he's a famous actor who just recently passed. Uh, you remember Down Paris, Periscope with um, Kelsey Grammer, where he was the he was the captain oh, yeah, of the yeah, boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. comedy. There was the old fart that never wore a uniform. Okay, and they no, and they never explained if he what was he was, at, he was yeah. what he was, but he was definitely the, he was the engine operator. Yeah, and he was the one dumping like a high test whiskey into the. <laughs> Like directly into the fuel tank for the because mm. it's an old diesel sub that they're on. He's like, "Give me another four hundred RPMs. Let's kick it. Let's go." <laughs> but uh, Harry Dean Stanton—that's who—that's who played him. Okay. Yeah. So, which is hilarious to me because it's like that guy is an incredible actor. Why would you put him in that role? Right. But anyway, 
So maybe he's like that guy. Maybe well, he's, he's quasi, but not military, but they work for the military. He's a contractor, man. There's a shitload of them yeah. everywhere all the time. And they're on these Navy vessels yeah. doing shit. But this uh, military contractor guy, he's a regular on Saturdays at Blackbridge because he travels. He lives in, um, where does he live? New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And once a month, he travels to Southern California, somewhere in Southern, he was never told me. But he has a sailboat at San Pedro. So I know that, and he showed me a picture of the sailboat, and we talked about sailing. In fact, he's got my dream sailboat. He has a Beneteau 38-foot. Oh, it's fucking beautiful. Beautiful model hull, just incredible. Anyway, uh, yeah, I hadn't seen him in a few months, and I was like, hey, man, I was wondering if you were killed in action or something. Where the fuck, where you been? He's like, I had to go overseas for a bit, and I was like, uh, where'd you go? And he's like, well, really shouldn't tell you, but I'm t- I am I fell in love with Vietnamese food, and he just left it at that, and I was like, we still have do we still have troops in Vietnam? He's like, we have troops everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And I knew everywhere, but I didn't think Vietnam would be an area that we really needed to be there. But, you know, whatever. Power uh, makes you paranoid. Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. You know. That's true. And we do have the most military, whatever. We have a lot to lose, I suppose. So that's what we're, yeah. God knows what we're doing. You just hope that, that's what my father told me to a while back, you know, because I was questioning different things that we were doing militarily-wise. This is decades ago. And he said, we're never going to know what's going. You just, you just really hope whatever they're doing, it's the right thing to be doing, and which and it always isn't. It's not always. How long was your dad in the military? Fifteen years, or did he hit his twenty? Got out in like sixty nine, sixty eight, and got in in fifty. I guess maybe 15 years, mid-50s, oh, okay. mid-50s, yeah. 55. Was he in Korea? No, Vietnam. No. Well, he, he was pre-Korea. He, he didn't, he never went, to, you know, he's going through training and that kind of crap, and then and then that's when they knew Vietnam was going to be coming, so he, again, was involved before they got into Vietnam heavily, before he did anyway. It was, you know, Cuban Missile Crisis flying around these mm-hmm. hydrogen bombers, uh, armed bombers, and then tankers for Vietnam. And that's when he knew also that, you know, he had people that that were on his crew that were also B fifty two crew members, and they were off some coast coast of Okinawa. Look at all these B fifty twos taking off, and that guy knew how many pounds of bombs they had. He knew someone who made those bombs. They were doing all this math in the sand of how many pounds they were. They just saw it take off and how much it was costing, wow. and they knew they weren't really getting anywhere. You know, a lot of those guys aren't aren't rocket scientists, so I say, but they're not stupid. They're going, we're not really getting anywhere with all this. What's what's going on? It's Again, part of the military-industrial complex. So there you go. So we're going to wave the flag and be, yeah, you get, you got to support the the veterans. There's no question because it's not their fault of what they're doing. You no. hope that the civilian leaders make the right choices to vote to go to war. It's kind of it's kind of it's similar to like I ha- had a problem and still essentially I, the whole community should be outraged, but they don't under they don't know or understand. <clears throat> but KRMC upper level management making decisions without consulting anybody mm-hmm. and making uh for the past 20 years the wrong choices mm-hmm. uh so i'm okay with people criticizing krmc as a whole but i have a problem with people criticizing the nurses and most of the doctors right. rad tags phlebotomists all those people the the front line front quote unquote front line people so because it's not them they're doing their job well Right. They're they're doing their job well in sure. spite of what's fucking happening up up above. 
So like I, I feel like we can criticize the the government and the upper level like military intelligence what they do. We just like you you like you said like what your dad said. We just hope that they're doing the right thing. So I'll question that shit all day long, because not that I know any better. I want to know what what's the justification here. So, so yeah, but I'll never of, question some guy on the ground as to why he shoots back at somebody who shot at him. Right, he's because put there fucking, by people higher yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That guy didn't make that decision to go there. Right. He initially he was like, I want to sign my ass away. Maybe for a GI Bill or, uh, you know, for, I just want to do career military because that's what my dad did, my grandpa did. Sure. Whatever. It doesn't matter what his or her reason is to, to for joining. I question the reasoning of the folks up above who told that guy to go and shoot somebody else. So now you're, if you're going to have a conversation with a bunch of military people who are, you know, and that's part of their life. And quite often it might be the most important thing that ever happened to them. I mean, think of what our friend Sean went through going into Baghdad, right? Yeah. Baghdad? Yeah. So he was on those tank going in there. It depends on what you do afterwards, but that's probably the, the biggest thing that's going to possibly happen in his life. It was a big damn deal Ooh, to I, ride in. Fallujah was probably worse. Well, I'm getting, but I'm, I know I'm what you're military yeah, yeah. Act is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Military yeah. stuff like that, that's going to be it. So then, So now you have a conversation later, and you have an open conversation with someone talking about why are we doing this? And then I see the military people will then think that you're being a dick because now you're questioning their choice. You know, they chose to be in the military, and now you're questioning the military. You're not really questioning them. You know, that's that's where the where the, the, the miss is. You're not questioning right. the people that are on the ground. I would never do that. I got to sneeze. There it is. <laughs> that's the first gain sneeze that's ever happened on the Cartoon sure? Casual podcast. Sure? I think so. Um, you have allergies now, don't you? Not really. I don't know. I think it's because I got my booster shot. Yeah. Yeah, you have flu boosted. and booster at the same day. Oh damn! And you, uh, my left arm hurt pretty good from the uh, COVID uh, booster. Right arm hurt more than it normally would from the flu shot. See, my flu shot this year didn't hurt one bit. I mean, it didn't hurt going know. in, but like it was a little sore the next day. I didn't which get never is. any soreness. First time ever. I've been hmm. getting a flu shot twelve years, eleven, twelve years. Hmm. And this, this, uh, you know, it was like a month and a half ago or whatever. I got the shot, no, no tenderness, no nothing. And normally, I the the first first time I like go, you know, go to like go to bed, I'll wake myself up in the middle of the night, rolling over on that shoulder because there's like a goddamn goose egg on there. And it hurts. And that didn't happen to me this year. Amazingly, you know, I've never had a goose egg ever no. with flu shot. Oh. Uh, did you, uh, was your arm sore on the booster of COVID shot? Nope. Not even. I had the, no side ne- effects. The next, the next day, I was, I was kind of tired. I got it in the late, may, mid-morning, 9, 30, 10 o'clock on Friday. And that afternoon, I was kind of sluggish and tired. I thought, I wonder how that that's so going to get. But I, then, then my arm was the sore, sore the next day. I got my booster and that that, was it. the last week that I was working at KRMC. And I, I, uh, I think I was just so... I. I was so jazzed about leaving that I, I probably, I, I may have, I may have been hallucinating. Yeah, and I would what have been still endorphins. Been, yeah, just natural endorphins. So, yeah. I don't remember any. There were no side effects that I noticed. I may have just slept better during the day, which is that's adding an extra two hours onto the five that I normally would sleep during yeah, the, maybe during that the was day. It. So who knows? Hey, let's take a break. Well, anyway, I was just gonna to summarize. I was gonna say that's not what it is. No, I am not. <laughs> you know, kidding. we're not. It's not an anti-military thing. It's like motherfucker. Hell fuck. no. You know, you just, you, can, you hope that you, you... That's why they do a lot of, you know, CIA shit is going on and I don't know. 
We should have taken the break when you said to. No, it's fine. <laughs> I, to summarize, we support the troops, except that one guy up in Colorado. He knows who he is. And, and Rem- you know, again, proud to be an American. No, I'm not. I'm I'm glad I was born here. I'm thankful, grateful, And you hope happy. that we do the right thing. There are a lot of things I think that we should really fucking fix. In order to form a more perfect union. Form a more perfect union. Keep working on it. Yeah. That's why there, you have amendments. That's why you changed laws and shit. And that's a big argument. Think about it, though. People, you know, there's people out there that want to kill all the Democrats or all the Republicans right now. Let's just pretend you got rid of all the Democrats with no moderation or vice versa. Or vice versa. I'm yeah. telling you right now, there are people that, if you, there's some heavy, heavy arguments that will say you have to have the way that this is. Now it's getting more polarized, which is not healthy, but you have to have opposition. It's like getting a bunch of salesmen in a room to talk them into a sales thing. God knows what they're going to fucking do or buy. You know, you have to have someone kind of pump the brakes a little bit on either side, you know, and that's why most people are kind of in the middle. Extremes of anything are a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. We have, history is peppered throughout with that. Yeah. Jesus. Okay, can, now we can take a break. All right, we'll take a break. All right. Let's let my brain rest. All right. All right. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream water. This land was made for you and me. As I was walking that ribbon of highway, I saw above me that in the skyway, I saw below me that golden valley. This land was made for you and me This land is your land This land is my land From California to the New York Island From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream water Sparkling sands of her diamond desert And all around me a voice was sounding This land was made for you and me This land is your land This land is my land From California to the New York Island From the Redwood Forest Stream water. This land was made for you and me. There was a big high wall there that tried to stop me. The sign was painted, said private property. But on the back side, it didn't say nothing. This land was made for you and me. 
This land is your land This land is my land From California To the New York Island From the Redwood Forest To the Gulf Stream Water Reminded me up there on the screen, Joe. See where it says by the beginning of the end of the F 150. Beginning no. of the end of the F 150. I don't think that's really, you know, that's one of those. But, oh, but let's watch that because that's not really going to happen. Stupid YouTube clickbait bullshit. Okay. That right, reminded Paul. me of my leak. What do you hate about your truck now? Now you hate, okay, you hate the timing chain thing. Yeah, that's which which sucks. I would really fucking hate that because those motherfuckers won't issue a recall. So fuck yeah. Ford for that. And you got to change the plugs all the time now and because of that. Because of that, you have to change the, the plugs all the, the turbo time. Turbo thing. It's a direct uh, injection and not. Now they've changed all that. Yeah, they've changed. They fixed that. Yeah, they'll, they'll um, figure it out. Okay, and you hate the console, right? And, okay. now, and now there was a recall on my uh, brakes. There was a, a recall on the booster slash master cylinder, and it can leak and it can be a dangerous situation. So doesn't matter how many miles you have, they'll fix it for free. So I called him up because I, I thought, oh, look, it's leaking. And look, the color of the fluid was just like it felt like it. thinking, huh, it's starting to leak now. Maybe I'll go ahead and get it changed out, which I did last week. They went in. It was gone for half the day. It was last week, week before. It doesn't matter. But then it started leaking even more. I'm going, oh, fuck. I thought I saw another leak next to one of the um, uh, uh, caliper areas, too. Mm-hmm. I thought, really? Oh, I don't. I just can't. I can't, I can't, I can't. So finally over the weekend when I had my shore, shore, solder, sore shoulder. Sore shoulder. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jack my truck up. I'm going to find where this leak is because it it looks like it's leaking there more in the same area but more. So it turns out it's not. And then I got online to check out because I go, that's near my turbocharger. What the fuck? Those lines, those are two separate sets of lines. What are those? I, I, I didn't understand I don't understand the system yet, but now I do a little bit more. And it says, common leaks from the turbocharger cooling system. And you're, there's coolant that goes around that area, and there's oil that goes there to right. lubricate and cool it also. So what happens is you've got these really shitty fucking connectors that go into the housing of the turbocharger for the regular coolant in the, uh, you know, the antifreeze, whatever, coolant. And uh, they're not they're not screwing fitting. They're just like a quick connector things, but they start getting older and they start pissing out fluid. Yeah. And then you know if it's not cooling correctly, then you got a turbo problem. Oh, awesome. So, but I looked at it and I thought, God, but it looks just like my the color exactly and feels like brake fluid. Well, what it is is it's you know it's got some water in there. It, it'll splash, but then that evaporates and then leaves behind. It's a little bit thicker and it's almost identical color to my brake fluid. That's why. That's why I thought it was right a residual problem with the Ford recall. That's not what it was. So then I spent half the day uh, looking at various repairs and how you do it, and one way to get around it would not replacing this whole line. But now I know what it is. So I'm going to have my oil change from the local. There's a local place in industrial park that does. It's Joe's RV and Auto or something. Okay. Are you aware of that or not? Uh, I, you've talked to me about it before. Our friend Michael, who has a podcast locally, mm-hmm. also used to work at um, Taflin. No. no, off of Airway. It was a is a independent owner guy. He retired. Yes. Yeah, I can't think of. They sold it. And yeah, he, he didn't like the situation with the new situation, so he now works out here in the industrial park. 
and they work on they kind of specialize in RV work, but they also do it says RV and auto. So they have, you know, twenty percent of the vehicles in there are automobiles. They're mostly RVs. Cool. And uh, but yeah, they do oil changes or basic service or even heavier duty stuff on any kind of vehicle you have. And they kind of seem to specialize in trucks too. So I called up Michael and said, "Need my oil change?" So he did. And here's what's fascinating. My, you know, I told you my rattle was starting again a little bit. Or did I tell you that? No. It was starting back a little bit. My tiny. What year is your truck? 2014, 75,000 miles. My God. Okay. Uh, And I, I don't. I'm not hard on the vehicle. No. I'm just. You drive like a little old lady. Not that bad, but I do get on it occasionally. But it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. You You drive slow in the left lane and. (laughs) (laughs) With my blinker on. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um. uh, So they change with full synthetic oil this last time and oh it, that rattle the rattle the um the, the chain. timing chain tensioner the timing chain thing. tensioner yeah it started yeah. to come back a little bit oh cool okay how much did that cost you to fix that ford should have fixed before uh, three thousand three thousand dollars right. in a and 2014 it's coming, right, it's coming back again Seventy five thousand miles i went so that's awesome so then then i went and had it change the oil change by these guys up here um and it hasn't rattled. It's almost due for another oil change, and it hasn't rattled since they changed it. And they and they said that because I wanted five W thirty is what it is, I think, which is very thin, but it's supposed to be and it's full synthetic, um, which they say you have to have it. Not, now I know why. Also, because that oil goes in there at the ends of the turbo. Mm-hmm. That fucking oil gets hot. Yeah, hotter than a motherfucker that yeah. goes back and gets cool. And it's probably not even five thirty. It's probably zero thirty. Who knows? Yeah. Well, it says fi- whatever. Oh, yeah. is that what it says? It's five thirty. Yeah, it says yeah. it's five thirty. So. Um, so, they said you can go ten, fifteen thousand miles of it synthetic. No, that's not the. I've done all this research from these super knowledgeable Ford people online. The other really people that work at Ford, but aren't executives. That but are, are also Ford nerds, right? Yeah. Saying you can't do that with these turbos. You got to do about every three or four thousand miles. Yeah. Full synthetic. You just got to spend the money and it's, do it. It's kind of like back back in the nineties uh, when you had those uh, smaller turbo coupes like the. Mitsubishi had the Eclipse, and oh, yeah. you had, like, those, uh, what else did you have? The, the Toyota, uh, Ford, Ford um, Probe. There was a Toyota, um, the wasn't that a turbo thing? Kind of a Supra. Hot Supra, yeah. Those, you used to have, you'd have to, um, you didn't want to shut them off immediately if you'd been running them up to operating temperature for more yeah. than a few minutes. Got the oil circulate You, you have bit. to let the oil circulate out of there, otherwise you'll glaze the inside of your turbo, and then it won't fucking cool anymore. Right. And then you'll ha- you'll roast your turbo, which is incredibly expensive. Right. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense that, like, the, the amount of heat. That's something I learned uh, in the oil change business that I was in for, like, I don't know, three or four years, was that the majority of the cooling uh, of your engine is actually well, not majority. It's like thirty or forty percent of the cooling. A good chunk of it. Of your, a good chunk of it is done by the oil mm-hmm. and just carry it being thermal mass carried away from the, the hot hotters. parts. Sure. Yeah. So you have to take care of that shit. And with you, you know, with the turbos and all that, that's a that's makes sense. So only like once or twice, like two starts, but it was just barely a, a rattle. After I got this last oil change from the local people here. It started to just a tiny bit, but it's only it's I got another I don't know four or five hundred miles, and then I'm gonna go and do another full oil change, which I find fascinating. So so why why is because I had the contract with Ford I had the extended not the extended warranty but the the maintenance contract uh-huh. that I bought I bought the vehicle for oil changes and it was rattling more with them. I don't know. 
Maybe they were putting shit oil in there. I don't. I don't know. So we're gonna find out. But now it's been replaced. I had the timing change all that shit replaced by. Oh, that place is on airway. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then it was okay for a while, but Ford was still changing the oil. But the rattles started to come back. But now the rattles seem to be gone now. I'll let you know what happened to the That's next a, oil change. It's interesting to me that because I have one of the most bulletproof Holdens. You know, Holdens. There you go. Or Holden, whatever. Uh, I have one of the known one of the known uh, bulletproof engines in my truck. Mm-hmm. I have an O1, and I just ticked over one hundred and sixty thousand miles a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. It's a three liter V six from Ford, and that engine is known to go three hundred thousand miles without rebuild anything like that. Mm-hmm. I did a compression <clears throat> test on on my truck when I first got it ten years ago, and everything was not just within spec; it was basically spec. Uh, so it wasn't just nominal. It was it, my compression was perfectly fine. I did another compression test four years ago. I think it was three years ago. Mm-hmm. No change. Nice from ninety one thousand miles to one hundred and forty thousand miles, one hundred fifty thousand miles, which is incredible to me. Which is why I believe in Ford stuff prior to the EcoBoost. <laughs> As much as I love the tech and the EcoBoost, the first it sounds like the first couple years of the EcoBoost engines not great. Well, Specifically, two, the, V6, the V6 is the one that has the timing chain tensioner problem. Yeah, 2011 like, is when they first came out. I've got a 14, so they had three years, I guess, but they probably didn't have enough data. I don't. They think, were still cranking the engines out. But the engines are still. I mean, they're <clears> the, <throat> the field testing they did on them is is still incredible. But there's still multiple thousands of them out there that have the exact same problem that you've now had to pay. Right money to fix right and this is a this leaking problem again you can see right at the fittings where it is i'm gonna now i know really more what to look for but i'm gonna go check it out even more thoroughly and there's another little hint too this guy knew he said yeah sometimes this can fool you because this is so funny because he had the you know the overflow tank or whatever pressurized overflow mm-hmm. from the radiator coolant by the way where this is not click and clack just in case you guys yeah click and clack the tappet brothers one of them's oh, dead isn't he i think I, they might both be dead excuse me but not to be rude but didn't you die? Didn't you die? <laughs> Linda Ham! Aren't you dead? What's your point? Fucking, yeah, we need to lighten this shit up. So, um, so here's the thing. Uh, Paul misses his old truck that he torpedoed. Yeah, I do. Because of Not because of abuse, but because it had 500 million miles <laughs> it on it or something. It had a lot of miles. Hey, you, I, lo- <laughs> I love that you like were driving up the hill out of Laughlin. For those of you that are non-local folks... The hill coming back uh, into Arizona from Nevada in the Laughlin, Nevada, they use for load testing. Yes. For, for Ford, Chevy, Dodge, they all come out here for it, and they'll do load testing because it's like eight. At one point, I think it's a 9% grade. It's a lot for a while. It's for a long, long ways, probably eight miles, nine miles. You go, you're and going it's, up and up and up and up and, and up. So you're coming up that hill, and it. Starts to let go. Start, yeah, gave up the ghost, so to speak, but not quite. The ghost was still in there because yeah. you drove it. And I thought another fuck it. forty fucking miles. I thought, I'll home. just get another truck, and I, you know, but I pulled over and I was low on oil. I just kept dumping oil into it. I'm the reason we have an ecological, you know, problem with. Yeah, our- there's, you, there's a center. <laughs> uh, this, the, the guys that are repaving. We're like, huh? How come we don't have to put asphalt down? <laughs> on this? A, all this seal like, coat like, was just yeah, it's just gone. So I kept putting oil in that. I thought, I don't care if it, fa- you know, I'll just call a tow truck wherever it dies, and I'll just have them pick me. Every and my mile vehicle. is just a, like 15 bucks cheaper or something yeah, like that. Yeah, just getting, 
Like, I'm going to buy a new truck anyway. Right. I might as well, like... I'm just going like, to just let... It's going to yeah. go. And, <laughs> and it was getting worse and worse. But I somehow can't up that hill. I'm going, wow, I can't believe it. Next stop, next Coyote Pass. If I peak Coyote Pass, I'm going to go through the... I can go through the intersection you there, can, the wall pie mountain, whatever it's going to be, yeah. and make it done. No, well, I'm still going. I'm still, I had to go drop and low a little bit and go a little slower, but it kept going forward somehow, and I got to my, and I parked and on the gravel this time. When I got to my house, I said, that's probably a good I'm idea. park on the gravel. I'm not going to park in the driveway. And there it sat, and then a friend of mine bought it, and he hasn't done anything with it since. That's fucking phenomenal, and knocking the entire time, I yeah, assume. Yeah, the whole time, rattling. Just, oh, God. Shit coming out. Hey, you're. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I got Hi. it. Thanks. Everybody's friendly around here. This is. A, how you doing? Nice to see you. People are. <laughs> they're like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, nice to see you. Thanks, man. Thanks for serving. What? What? What the fuck? <laughs> you got a. Yeah, I know. There's a bunch of smoke and oil, and it's smoke all. Smoke and oil. There's ducks that are. Wildlife is covered up. You can see the Exxon Valdez, and they were trying to clean the. <laughs> People are buying Dawn are, behind me and trying people, to... Yeah, people are just cleaning up behind you. It's all these hippies with their Dawn dish soap and <laughs> fucking camel hair brushes. <laughs> trying to clean up the... <laughs> clean the fauna up. <laughs> I... It, literally, between here, like, uh, between there and here, you probably got oil on, like, two rabbits and maybe a sparrow. Probably that's about it. Maybe a Gila monster. But anyway... Um, it, it's, it's funny. It, but, but ever since then, you started shopping for a truck... Yeah, which was stressful for all of your friends. I know because I wanted a, I wanted black, which I know was a mistake for the Dutch. I get it, but I really wanted black, and I wanted an EcoBoost, which was that was my. People did kind of want to say, you know what? You may want to just go and get the V8. Yeah, but I want to. I, I I trust this engine. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that out loud to the universe. <laughs> 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 that was my problem right there. That shit's funny. But anyway, so now so the problem is when I get the oil change from my trusty people here, at Joe's RV and Auto, whatever the heck it is. In the industrial, which is also great because I can throw my bicycle. This is not sponsored content, folks. Just, no, it's just not. for the record, like this is an actual endorsement, unpaid. Right. I can just throw my bicycle in there and just ride my bike right back to the shop over here. Yeah. During the middle of the day, and then they're done with the oil, and and that, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna have them. I have photographs of the area of it leaking, where it is. I'm gonna say, just give me a price on that. You know, if we have to order a, some parts, let me know. Let's go ahead and do it, and then we'll. And I may let it go until the next oil change, and then bring it in and have them do it all at once. Yeah, or something. Like that. But it says it's you know it's not a massive drip. And uh, what was that noise? I mean, I hear an airplane. Yeah, I thought I heard somebody's voice. I did too. Like a, like the airplane, then like a like a like a, a a kind of a yell. Yeah. God, I hope nobody's screaming. That was the weirdest thing. Don't ever. crash into Paul's hangar. If you do, I hope it's a composite plane. I don't. How funny would that be if a Cirrus crashed into your, like some sort of composite aircraft? That'd be hilarious. Crashed into your hangar, like well, well, I got got good news and I got bad news. Uh, the bad news is your plane's fucked. The good news is you're in the right place. Did I tell you about the uh, home built composite aircraft that flew over Kingman and lost a door? Like it was a, it lost a door and it. Uh, what I heard was rich guy littered. Yeah, so he was happening. I don't think he was going to be stopping in Kingman. He was flying over Kingman. His door came open. It ripped off and. It fell the fuck off. Fell the fuck off. He should have gone to a. That guy was a door guy. Right. So so he, he, he landed. Yes, he was. <laughs> he landed. And then I guess, I think whoever was. I think it was when the airport was here. They said, yeah, we got a guy down there who works on Compod. So he called me up and he goes, I guess I'm going to leave my airplane here. I got to find a door. Maybe have you put it. Okay. So it sat, you know, undercover over there for a while. 
But then like a couple days later, this guy shows up with a door. It he while he was cleaning his pool, it landed in the pool. I'm not did shitting you, you. Did you even have to repair the door? Did you? No. Just, were you just able the to? The door was fine. The door was fine. It fell the fuck it, it, off. It, it, it was part of the top of the airplane was damaged because it ripped off and kind of scratched the shit out of yeah. the airplane. And it didn't hit the tail, fortunately. But, but the, the door was fine. It hit. Yeah, it land, landed in a pool. in the middle of a pool. How the fuck did that guy not? The, <laughs> the guy. I, I have questions. Okay, I have questions. Mm -hmm. yeah. How on earth did the gentleman, the the proprietor of said pool, how did he not hear that? Or how did somebody not call him up and go, "Hey, Brian, uh, we heard something make a huge fucking splash in your backyard. You may want to go out there with a firearm." And then he, you know, like, the fucking, how do you go out to clean his pool? He well, goes, well, hmm, that's a door. It actually, now that I think about no, it. No, he was out there, clean, but you kind of wonder if he heard wait, it whistling down, and he looked up and went, what the hell, and just goes, boom. Oh, he was out there yes. when it landed. Oh, I he thought was, he went out to clean his pool and found it, like, floating. No, he was cleaning his pool, and the door fell in the, in the like, it didn't hit him. Ten bucks says that guy doesn't have a pool anymore because <laughs> it just attracts it attracts right. plane parts. So he, he drove it to the airport because he recognized it being an airplane. Otherwise, it's <laughs> and the fact that it fell out of the sky. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. There's your there's your hint. Right. Yeah. There's clearly, he's right Magnum PI. He was really <laughs> cracked a fucking case on that one. And then I think they took it to Bob Riley at the time, and they brought it in his door, and they go, "That's kind of funny. We have an airplane out here without a door." Hmm. It's like putting together a puzzle. <laughs> Yeah, Bob, you should go work for the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> so then mystery was solved, and we, um, I think we had to replace the glass. So maybe the, cla the, the plexiglass was yeah. jarred loose, but it wasn't like really damaged that badly or that's anything. That's so fucking funny. How lucky. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, let's uh, go back to like the more humane thing to say is how fortunate it was it didn't fall through someone's roof. Yeah, or hit, hit him hit, while he's cleaning the pool. Hit him, hit anybody. Probably would have killed know? him. But you kind of wonder, too, I, I wish I would have spoken to him more because I don't remember. Yeah, I was cleaning my pool and this door fell in it. Well, I really should have asked it. Did you hear it coming down? Like, was it making a whistling noise and you looked up and saw it? Or you were just kind of... He was like that? Da, da, or just da, da, kind of da, da, scrubbing da, da, it, listening to and then just boom. It would scare the living shit out of you, wouldn't you think? It's yeah, like, it would crap. scare me to the point where I'd probably move. And then later on, I saw, uh, uh, was watching uh, um, Breaking Bad. Yeah. And that, saw all those airplane pieces falling. That was in. my first thought, too. And I, yeah. for some reason, I always forget about that little subplot mm -hmm. from that season because every single, the opening, uh, the cred, opening credits for, or not credits, but the opening scene for every episode in that season has something cryptic to do with that yes, plane it crash. Does. Yeah, it does. The yeah. mid air collision. And then at the end, you find out that it was caused by that one guy, the air traffic controller, whose daughter was an addict with uh, Jesse. Yes, and he and he was, was his to kill daughter. Him. His well, no, his daughter. He, she what she the fuck over happened. His daughter overdosed. Yeah, and it was he was man. It's like you haven't never seen Breaking I know. Bad. Eight. He she you, died. I know you haven't that. seen all the seasons eight times like yeah, I have. Not no once all the way through once. She was clean and sober for like a year or something like that, right? Jesse mm -hmm. moves in next door to her. They start a romance and all that. Um, something happened in her life where she relapsed and then got him involved in heroin, which was a completely different feeling that he had had before because he was a meth guy, mm -hmm. right? But he had been clean from meth for the most part. Mm -hmm. They he uh, um, uh, Heisenberg, what the fuck is his real name? I forgot. Walter White. Walter White. Well, they his character. Walt, yeah. Walt was... 
Walt knew Jesse was using and using heroin and knew this chick was bad and it was going right. to be real bad for their business. So he showed up one day and he had to get the money. Jesse had all that money. Right. I remember at stashed their place. around. Yeah. And ended up going and breaking in the back door because he couldn't get a hold of Jesse because he needed to get the money and needed to get it immediately. And broke in the, the, the back door to the place, saw Jesse passed out, shaking him. Couldn't, he wouldn't wake him, couldn't wake him up because he was all fucked up on heroin. Saw her start to like vomit, and she was laying on her uh, laying on her back. He just lets her die, right? And he he went to turn her over, and then he just he looked around, and then he let her die. Okay, I remember like, now. I remember that. He let her die. Went and searched around, found found the. It was either money or meth. Maybe it was meth. It was a shitload of meth in a bag. E- either way, uh, what ended up happening was Jesse woke up, found that she had overdosed, called the police or nine one one or whatever. In the meantime, he called Mike Ehrmantraut, and Mike Ehrmantraut was like, you get the fuck out of there right now. Go get whatever you've got and get the fuck out. Right. Then Jesse <clears throat> realized that all of his meth or the money, whatever the two things, gone. whatever it was, is gone. And he freaked the fuck out. Ehrmantraut came over. He's like, this is what you're going to do. You're going to do this and this and this and this and shut the fuck up. And he had to slap him around because he was like he was inconsolably yeah. crying because his girlfriend just died. Sure. Yeah. Wow. I've seen a lot of Breaking Bad. If you haven't seen Breaking Bad... Please fucking watch it. But I, I'm trying there, to remember how, while the airplane came down, how it the died. airplane came down because she died. His uh, her dad was an air traffic controller. Yeah, and he was funding her sobriety okay. and checking up on her, making her do drug tests and things like that. And she was doing so well for a while, he let her slide for a couple months, okay. and that's when she relapsed. And he was blaming himself. Okay, he was blaming himself because he was going to pick her up and take her to rehab like the next day or later on that day or something like that. And he, he was, was and he was despondent. He was despondent. Okay. And wasn't paying attention, and a midair collision happened. Oh, it was a midair. Yes. I forgot. Yeah. Because I, I was focused on oh, the airplane exploded. He said it, it was he a bomb said, and it blew up. If I remember right, he said it was either a heading or an altitude or both that were incorrect, and he misspoke, and they corrected wrong, and it was too late, and they ended up crashing. Okay. Yeah, crashing into each other. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. And then, you know, like tail end of the season. Uh, uh, Saul Goodman. Mm-hmm. He had commercials. Yes, they kept showing those commercials. Were you involved in the flight such and such <laughs> oh, crash? Yes. Call Saul Goodman. Oh, you may be yeah. entitled to you know. Fuck. What is perfect slime ball? Perfect slime ball lawyer. In fact, like I, I mess with Lee every once in a while. <laughs> Novak. And you can call him uh, and like Leland. Hey, and when he, if he's not paying attention, he'll be like, hey, Saul. Excuse <laughs> me, Mister Goodman. And he'll look at me and be like, what the fuck. <laughs> he gets, I'll call him an ambulance chaser. I'm like, I'm a criminal defense attorney, not a you fucking asshole. <laughs> it's more artistry. Like he gets, it's like he's a, it's like he's, he's like, I'm not mainstream lawyer. I'm craft lawyer. <laughs> he sound it, the way him talking about being an, and I, I, I found out that I, you shouldn't call him a lawyer. He's an attorney, mm-hmm. which there is a difference. Mm-hmm. Fine. There is. And I was actually, like, if yeah. you want to be hoity toity about it, man, why don't you start using Esquire at the end of your name? And he's all, shut the fuck up, Jobo. Like, he just, <laughs> he gets mad when I just, find, like, he doesn't get mad, mad, but it, right. he gets a little worked up and it's funny. So, yes, this, this aircraft incident was demonstrating that two points cannot, or two objects cannot occupy the same space at the same time. Whoa. Whoa, shit. Because they still didn't. Occupy the same space at the same time. That's correct. They did not. Yeah. 
And when you try to do that, an immense amount of energy right. gets <laughs> gets uh, let go. Yeah. It's like the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. It's actually not in, no, in no, any way like that. All. Which I, I just like that I know that. Like Schrodinger's cat. That, no, it's not it either. It's really not like Schrodinger's no. cat either. It's kind of like the Dunning-Kruger effect. No. It's kind of not like no, that at like all. not at all. It's not, it's not, it's not like, is it like Reggie in the full effect? Did you ever <laughs> listen to those guys in the 90s? No. I know of them, but that's about Re- it. <laughs> We're off the rails, okay, like folks. Movie special effects or uh, no FX. 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 Oh, and FX too with uh, Brian Brown. Oh, and by the way, uh, we did discover this, and you were really bummed. I think you you replied back with a big "son of a bitch" or "god damn it" about uh, Maverick being delayed again until. Oh, I was pissed. I'm May. still pissed. <laughs> yeah, the Top Gun. I mean, we've already waited like what seems like seventy five fucking years for Top Gun two, but you know. It was completed filming and like everything was done. It was ready to be released at the end of 2019. And you know why they delayed it? Because they didn't think it was an Oscar contender and the studio wanted to wait until the spring to release it. And then COVID happened. There you go. And it's been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. It's been fucking finished. Do you think they're since tw- October think 2019? They're, do you think they're tweaking it anymore at all since they've had a lot of chance to fuck with it? Like, let's just make this a little bit better. Make let's that let's a put Tom better. Cruise in a spaceship. <laughs> no, no that's what, what they're doing for Mission Impossible. I think they're doing that for Mission Impossible for yeah, the next he one. He and Elon are hanging out now. I'm so glad I saw the first, like, two, like, the two good Mission Impossible movies in the theater. Right. When I was, like, in my teens. Like, when my back didn't hurt and I fit into a size smaller than a 3X. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I, I'm remembering back to the good old days when I rode my bike everywhere. Okay. That was when I saw a Mission Impossible movie that was good. Well, maybe they have another one. Hopefully, they have one. Released Mission ever. Impossible in space. It won't be released until never. It's yeah. The <laughs> I feel like Tom Cruise is going to do like press junkets and shit for to promote the Maverick movie, right? And he's going to be an old man. He's going to look like fucking Gandalf or something. He's going to be wearing be wearing robes and walking around with a cane. Yeah, and still like... and doing Mission Impossible movies still. Right, just in a wheelchair. All right. You had no other topic you wanted. You wanted not. You want to drop your. No, topic. I'm good. I'm good. Nothing else. I can save it. We need more coffee. We need some coffee. We need some food. I'm going to go home. I do that. Oh, and this can is your I, first. Can I go home now? Our last our last episode that we did, had you already left the hospital? Yes. But just barely? Yes. So this is the first real week you've had. Correct. And now we're recording on a normal time. That's correct. On a normal kind of day. That's correct. Good to have you around, man. Yeah, thank you. It's good to uh, not have to sleep at night all the time. Yeah. Or rather sleep no, during the day. That's dumb. Something. I'm still discombobulated. Yeah, I'm still a little fucked up from working nights for so long. I I I thought I thought I had tricked my body into thinking, oh, well, this is what normal humans do. I thought I had figured that out, but I Not didn't. Not quite. What it is is I you know, uh for those of you that don't know folks, I left the I left the hospital, which is why I can will continue to talk tons of shit about them when asked or you know, or unprompted. I don't care. Uh, I'm working full time at uh, Blackbridge Brewery, which is awesome. Congratulations! Yeah, now, um, something I've been wanting to do for a very long time. You learned you just left just in time because they're having is that that's public, right? They're having a mandate. Yeah, the vaccine. Like yeah, they're va- mandating employees have vaccines, but all like there's there's some there's there's some wiggle room in there. I think they're they like made a strong emphasis on if you 
if you have a sincerely held religious belief, you know, you did you can do that. But like, I think the hoops you have to jump jump through for that is going to weed out a lot of people trying I was to do say, that. Are they going to have a lot of people with religion all of a sudden? I don't never had it. Or? I think maybe people are going to try, and I think that they're going to it's going to get weeded out uh, yeah. honestly because a lot of the religious exemptions exemptions for vaccines, which have existed for years, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the religious exemptions have to do with dietary stuff. Right. Okay. So, well, there's no animal products. That's the big thing. There's no animal products. It's in true. It. This is all synthetic. Now there is, uh, there. It, basically, anything these days, especially at the cellular level, so like vaccines and uh, certain medications, are being tested on uh, fetal cells that were harvested back in the '70s and early '80s from abortions. Which that's a that is a genuine mm. uh, religious. Uh, pro- issue for a lot of people, which is of which is fine, and I and I respect that decision, and, and you know, and it's just like I would respect uh, someone who's Muslim, and they and something was tested on pigs, mm-hmm. you know, or or had pig a pig like they don't want a pig uh, heart wow. valve or something yeah. like that. I understand that. I I understand and respect that. However, there's a big difference between forty year old fetal cells that were harvested you know, from, uh, you know, an aborted fetus, maybe, because some of them aren't. Right. They just kind of get thrown into a whole pool of, of fetal cells because mm-hmm. you can get those from uh, uh, amniotic fluid. It's like a hot you know, dog. From, from the, it's not really like a hot dog. <laughs> hot dog, not hot dog. <laughs> not hot dog. This, this will be a app. not. That was actually an app, wasn't it? Someone did, they did, and they made an app for this. Yes. Yeah, it was a promotional app made Didn't for Silicon Valley. It? Yeah, and it worked. <laughs> It told me everything that wasn't a hot dog. I just take a picture of it. It's like, this is not a hot dog. And then I took a picture of a hot dog. Definitely a hot dog. Yeah. It, it could recognize a hot dog. Absolutely. Sure. It was somebody put some thought into that app. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know what's going to happen. I know that I'm glad that I don't work there anymore. However, I love a good train wreck as much as the next person. And I was really kind of hoping that that vaccine mandate would come down. Uh, for the KRMC employees before I left, just so I could be more of a first-hand witness. Yeah, because I can be in the shit. I love being. I love being a, a first-hand uh, witness, like eyewitness to to drama and gossip, because it's just so funny to me, mm-hmm. especially that kind of shit. Because mm-hmm. I don't care what you do. I know what I'm going to do with me, and that's fine. Uh, and it, I used to have a problem with people not getting vaccinated. Uh, and then they would say, "Well," I say, "Well, okay, you're not vaccinated. If you get sick, are you going to go to the hospital?" Well, yeah, to can get you, treated for can you, know. you can you not? Right, because we don't have the room or the staff mm-hmm. or the patients. Like we're done. Can you? Fucking and a lot not? of people already quit before all this vaccine a stuff. A lot of they people. They were done quit. with it. They yeah. were, I'm not doing this whole here's, COVID thing. Here's what I've told multiple people. Here's how I think the vaccine mandate is going to go with regard to our local hospital. I think it's going. You're going to see something along the lines of what happened in New York City with the cops. Where they had a whole lot of people said we're going to quit. Twelve thousand people went out in the streets and were, you know, they were walking across the. I I think it was the Brooklyn Bridge, maybe some bridge, protesting. They're to march and all that. Fine, you're right, right to uh, peaceably assemble. Got it. Well, out of all those people, when the mayor was like, "Yeah, I'm not backing down. We have to do this. This is just the way it is. Sorry, Mm -hmm. if you need to leave, you can leave. That's fine. There are plenty of people that need jobs, Mm -hmm. which is." When he said that, I fucking lost it because that's what a lot of folks on the anti-vaccine side of things 
They're like, well, if you don't like the pay, you just find another job. Well, that's what a lot of people are doing, and now you fucking can't get your McDonald's order right. right. So, it, you know what I mean? Like, it's like that shit backfired. So, they kind of used their phrase against them. But, again, I kind of don't care either way. Right. I like a good shit show and like to watch the so drama. So, you think probably so here's fewer I, people are going to actually quit. I, so, out of... T- 12,000 or whatever uh, cops in, in uh, police officers or whatever in um, New York City. Uh, I, th- I The last number I heard, now these this is a couple weeks old, so that might have changed. 34. Or not, or 34, quit. 34 quit. And then the article that I read said, now uh, let's get to the real number. 34 police officers quit because of the vac- vaccine mandate. Okay. 34 people had the balls. They stood to by what they quit. to actually do. They stood by what they said. Thirty-four people had balls, but then the rest of the the article is like, let's get down to brass tacks. Though, of the thirty-four people that quit, nineteen of them, nineteen, nineteen were going to retire by the end of twenty twenty-one anyway. <laughs> like one more month or something, <laughs> a month and a half. We're talking Murtaugh style. I got three days. I've been too old for this shit. Right. Like. Holy shit. Right. When I saw that, I just bust up laughing. I think it might end up being something like that. Maybe a little more, you know, because right. there's a lot of gung-ho, fuck you types around here, which is cool. Yeah. Hey, man, more power to you. Right. If if you don't like what your employer has to say or is f- being forced to do to you, fucking leave. It's getting tired. That's why I left. I fucking hate that place. The whole the whole mandate with 100 employees are over, I was getting all tied up in lawsuits right now, which I knew was coming. We all knew this was coming. The bottom line is it was like healthcare, you kind of you just kind of can't get away from it. Yeah. You're, it just you're it, you're not. Healthcare uh first responders, they they you're not going to get away from that. Just like you can't get away from getting the hep vaccine or this and that How and the other. How about like, the police officers and the county poli- or whatever, the, the sheriff's deputies and stuff around I don't here. know. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I can I can see it getting tied up in courts for years. Yeah. Either way, I kind of just don't care. Like, I, I, it's not that I don't care about people. I don't care about your drama. Right. And I, uh, I'm like, that's, that's your shit. That's your life. Go ahead and deal with it however you want to deal with it. If you do something stupid and then I find funny, I'm gonna laugh at you. Like that's just I'm I'm sorry. Like that's kind of the way it is because people do it to me, so that's fine. Right. So we the, have. The, um, I, I've been called a, a, a dumbass liberal, retarded liberal, which is a, a, a libtard, which lib-tard, is the one. Libtard. Yeah, yeah libtard. I'm like, oh, good for you for mashing up two words, buddy, because you're mm-hmm. too lazy to say both of them. Or your kids told you, Dad, you can't say retard anymore. It's not. You can't say that. Well, mm-hmm. what am I supposed? What am I supposed to call the liberal? I don't know, just Joe. <laughs> fuck it, fuck you. You know. Uh, but anyway, but the numbers are starting to go up again. Unfortunately, I haven't even been paying attention. I don't care. I you know, know what I've been doing. I'm not saying around here necessarily. Pegging beer, mopping floors, yeah, baking you're, beer. You're doing you don't don't even, a better time. Do you know what numbers are going up? Beer sales. Good for you. Yeah. But they are going up in the unvaccinated area. I'm telling you, our state's going up. Oh yeah, we're number one. Yeah, it's uh. So there it is. You got to look out for yourself. Crazy, crazy how the uh, the there's a I feel I don't know if there's a direct correlation. I can't say that because I haven't put together a scientific study, mm-hmm. but there seems to be a very strong connection between low ranked in education like states mm-hmm. and unvaccinated individuals and unvaccinated covid cases which is there's in, in, in higher numbers there's going a, to the there, hospital there's a know. strong connection there somewhere yeah yeah but you know uh if you go to the hospital uh you know good luck i just want to stay out of the hospital that's the main thing i, I, I don't I, wanna... I honestly i you know why i got vaccinated because i don't want to get a severe covid case and lose my taste and smell 
I like to eat. I, I can't like to imagine drink. people. You and I both know people that have lost their taste and smell for months. Yeah, like I don't want. That's how selfish I am. Yeah, I got the vaccine because I'm selfish because I want to be able to continue to eat uh, eat eat things and taste them. Mm-hmm. Like that, it has nothing to do with anything else. And That's someone, literally it. It was our our friend that we know that he. I can't remember what he said. Also, he said he lost both, but then one of them came back. So he had like his sense of of taste, but not smell, or smell and not taste. Yeah. One of the two, and I went. That has to be the weirdest feeling because because normally they're, they're everything kind of tastes bland. Like yeah, it's it, there's no subtle nuance. It's like you can taste uh, hops, right. But no malt profile or what does that smell like? Oh, what kind of hops are that? Oh, what was that? Or um, uh, like the subtle difference, like because when it comes to flavor difference, there's a subtle difference between say a ribeye and a filet mignon. Filet mm-hmm. mignon has a way beefier flavor and less fat. You're not going to pick up a any lot of that. less fat. Yeah, a lot less. Mignon, yeah, yeah, a lot less fat. So you're not going to pick up on those subtleties. It's just going to taste like beef and salt mm-hmm. and pepper mm-hmm. and maybe some garlic, but probably not. Right. Which sucks, man. I don't want that. No. I like wine. I like whiskey. I like tasting things. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. Don't get COVID. Don't get COVID. I mean, you know, here we go. It's winter's coming. Yeah. Winter's coming. Like the 15th, no, the 21st of December. That's official winter. Yes. Uh, thank you. The winter solstice. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Yule. That's right. All right, folks. We're that's done. it for us. Have a great week. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.